Many of us have been to St. Peter's in Rome. Probably even more of us are aware, at least in some sense, of what it looks like. We, we have that image of St. Peter's Basilica. And in the, on the facade of St. Peter's, so like the front edifice, if you will, of the church of St. Peter's Basilica, if you look across the top of it, you would see 13 statues. And of course, these 13 statues are Jesus and his 12 apostles. But Judas, for hopefully obvious reasons, didn't make the cut. And so he is replaced with St. John the Baptist, the last great prophet of Israel preparing the world for the coming of Christ. And it's interesting when you look at the facade of St. Peter's Basilica, that under each statue is a column or a pillar. And so you have the 12 apostles, John the Baptist, standing next to Christ, all of them with a pillar or a column underneath them. And so the way St. Peter's is designed is to drive home the point to each of us that our church stands on the foundation, as St. Paul tells us in the first reading, of the apostles. So who were these guys? Well, they were 12 ordinary dudes. They were 12. um, The Gospels would paint the picture pretty accurate, knuckleheads, that Jesus, after praying to the Father, as we heard in the Gospel today, called and invited to walk with him and to follow him. And through this friendship, these 12 men that Jesus chose, that Jesus invited, they moved from simply being disciples of Jesus and they became apostles. What's the difference? A disciple is one who comes to a master and who leaves his old way of living and who strives to conform his life or his trade to the practice and to the mastery of the one that he chooses to follow. So a disciple, in a sense, is kind of like a student. But the 12 disciples, in becoming students, in becoming faithful followers of Christ, Jesus did not want them just to be disciples, they also became apostles. An apostle literally is one who has been sent. And so Jesus' friends who were attracted to him, who came to him, who follow him, who were his disciples, he then sends to go out, as we heard in the readings today, to all the world to proclaim the good news. And it was through the authority, through the authoritative teaching and guidance and shepherding of the apostles that the church began in many places around the world. And so it is indeed right to say that the apostles are the pillars. They are the foundation stones upon which our mother, the church, stands. But really beautiful to complete the image in St. Peter's. So under each of the apostles, you have a pillar or a statue. And if you were very situationally aware when you were standing in front of St. Peter's, you might go after the Catholic Church and say, oh, okay. Each of the apostles has a pillar or a column, but Jesus is front and center over St. Peter's Basilica, and he has no pillar. He has no column. And you might think that until you let your eyes trace the line directly under the statue of Jesus would be the central loggia of the balcony of St. Peter's. 
And the one who stands on that balcony is the Holy Father multiple times throughout the year when he gives his famous blessing from Rome to the world on Easter, on Christmas. He stands there the night that he is elected and when he announces a new saint for the church. And it's not until we can picture the Pope standing on that balcony that the image is meant to come perfectly into place. That the church Jesus started stands on the foundation, it stands on the framework of the apostles and of their witness with the successor of St. Peter as their spokesman. And we live in a time where, kind of wherever we get our Catholic media from, there is a sense of a spirit of, can I really actually trust that apostle? It seems that this apostle and that apostle, the successors of the apostles, aren't seeing eye to eye. Oh my gosh, what is Pope Francis going to say next? And we want to acknowledge that all put together, these voices and these authorities remain because they were invited by Christ and sent by him, the leaders of our church. And so it is right, it is just, and it is good that we celebrate our first apostles and that Simon and Jude remind us by their witness today that we are called to pray, not just to follow, but also to pray for the shepherds that God continues to invite and to send to lead his people home to his kingdom. And so we call on St. Simon and Jude this morning, asking them to pray for us, to pray for our shepherds, and to pray for the church, that we might continue to listen to their witness, to be inspired by their yes, that we ourselves also might not just be disciples of Jesus, but we might belong to him so fully and so completely that we might be sent with him to proclaim his gospel to the nations.